Hi, I'm Rhea. And I'm Mitya. And Tamara. And this is Unholy Trinity Podcast. How are you guys today? Hello, hello. Uh, I'm, I mean, I had a teacher call me out today during class. So, I mean. <laughs> Ooh, wanna, wanna share? I mean, what so, happened? So, like, he, okay, we just had, like, timed essays, and then he used mine as an example, and even though I got a decent score on it, he literally called it clumsy. Like, uh, I ran out the room. I had to, like, I had to. I, I'm so sorry that happened to you. <laughs> Why are we? That, that was very rude of them. Oh, my gosh. Did, was your name on it? Or, like, did you just recognize it because no, you knew it was yours? Because usually that class, I just zone out a lot. And then all of a sudden, I heard words, and I was like, wait a minute, this sounds... This sounds <laughs> that sounds like my writing! I am very sorry that you had to go through that. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Nitya, how was your day? Yeah, It's been um exhausting. One, because... I just don't like online school. Like, I, no I, one does. It's just, you know, yeah. It's and also, the snow too. doesn't make it any easier because it's like, doesn't let you go out anywhere, and you're just like sitting at home all day in front of a computer, and mm-hmm. blah, you know. And yesterday we had all those rolling blackouts. Oh yes, that was. Ooh. I did not get into our class until like, I think ten thirty. <laughs> Okay, but it was kind of weird because um, in one of my classes, the teacher was like, uh, if you can't show up because of blackout problems, that's fine. So then literally no one showed up except for like one person to class. And like, yeah, part of, part of me kind of feels like that a lot of people just used like a blackout as an excuse to just like not show up. Oh, definitely. I, yeah, definitely. Mm-hmm. I can definitely see that. And like, to be honest, I'm going to be honest here. My power did come on a little bit before, but not, like, that long. Maybe, like, 20 minutes. But I was also, like, in my bed when it came on. I, so, I can't I took my free time. Not, I thought my power was going to be out for, like, the rest of the day. So, I took a nap through my... Through my <laughs> isn't, isn't your fifth hour English? Yes. <laughs> and that class where she was like, if you have a blackout, <laughs> I mean, but also the thing with that was like, some teachers were super understanding and like, mm-hmm. we're like, okay, we're not going to give you any work or anything. But then like other teachers, were like, okay, here's the work and just do it. Like, I don't care if you have a blackout. Um, you know, I can't really do anything if I don't have Wi-Fi. <laughs> you, know, you know who really isn't being considerate of students? The IBO. Um, you don't know we are, all three of us are IB students. Yeah, and even we'll though talk about that. We're kind of like pre-IB, I guess. But like, uh, next 21 year. is having it rough because IBO has just been like completely screwing them over with mm-hmm. S. And now, like, they released a statement that was, like, um, even if they're sick, they're still going to, like, try and make students have tests. I don't know if that was true or not, but, like, I saw screenshots, and it was so, like, dude, come on. You excuse tests for class of 2020, even though they missed, like, a month, apparently. Yeah. That's, like, 
I feel really bad for class of 2021 right now because they're literally their entire senior year is ruined. Yeah. And like, obviously, 2020, we didn't know what was going on. So they had it. They missed like a lot of big things. They missed their graduation, their proms, all that. And that's terrible. But they got so much special treatment compared to what 21 is getting. They're getting nothing. They're literally just like getting nothing. And it's like, okay. It's just so sad. Because if anyone deserves to be, to have an online prom with John Krasinski, it (laughs) would be class of 2021. Definitely. I feel like teachers don't understand that online school in some aspects is like, so much more stressful than when you're in person because a lot of the things that you're learning or like a lot of things that you're doing you have to do on your own like you don't have anyone else because you could ask your parents sure but like are they really gonna know what's going on in your 10th grade chemistry class no they're not gonna remember so yeah they don't understand that like it's harder (laughs) like Mm -hmm. They're, like, it's just kind of, like, when they ignore, like, signs. So, like, not pointing out any names, but if you put out a survey asking students how they feel, and they say that they're having a hard time managing this thing, I don't think the proper response is to show them, like, an infographic about, like, how to manage time. Yeah. They're just, and it's literally, it's not even time management that's the struggle. Honestly, for me, I think the hardest thing is motivation. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, because just sitting here in my room, like, all the time being, because you have to go, at least when we were in person, you would get to be at school with people you knew, being social, and then you would come home, and you might have to be on your laptop for work, but when you're here doing your work at home, you just go from eight hours on a computer to four more hours on the computer doing homework, and that's just not normal, that is not good for growing teenagers and i think also it's that like a lot of classes that people originally took to enjoy is now just turning into something where you just want to get like a good mark if that makes sense yeah so no one's actually motivated to learn because in the end Mm -hmm. like it's the mark on that paper that's like really big yeah and like no i totally get that because like i was a huge history person my whole life i've oh. been a history person i was excited for <laughs> a push hit us a push nothing oh my. against mr terry he is a great person it is just ap in general college board all of that just the situation we're in and having to learn all of this content so quickly is just really stressful or the fact that like kind of last second ap was like yo we're gonna make the test for the content and it was like mm. hey Bethany, that's annoying when did you talk like... about this and it's the... also because like uh, for at least for us like mm-hmm. like a month of school got cut off yeah and we started late seems... go ahead sorry no i was saying that we started late yeah and it seems like a month won't make that much of a difference but like you can get a lot done in oh, at yeah. least history class in a month but i mean especially at the rate that mr terry teaches a oh. month would cover so we would probably get like a half a unit and a half completely done in a month definitely and yes feel like teachers just like genuinely planned to not teach the entire curriculum because mm-hmm. we weren't expecting a full <laughs> no test. oh my in math miss nancy she literally has given up she's not like given up but she does not plan on covering the entire curriculum we're not going to make it so she's saying that 
like today she told us we're gonna get like at least like three units in and if we can't do any more we can't do any more but she doesn't the next parts are like the hardest parts of the curriculum so she's saying that she wants to take it slow and like instead of what she was doing which was like two assignments a day she's only going to give us one so we can actually process the information which honestly i think that's really smart of her that's so great because she is more focused on your education exactly than like stuffing information in your brain precisely because I had uh, the, the Miss Nance you were talking about. I had yes, class you had left. And, oh my god, I missed her class. I miss no, her class I so much. I love her Her class so was much. great. She, oh. Her notes made sense. Mm-hmm. She did not go too fast. She's really good at giving notes, like even online. Because she's also providing us complete copies of all of the notes in a file. From like the start of the unit, every single thing that we take notes on is already in a file in case we miss it. Oof, thank. It's like so great. I feel like I need to make a little like preface here. We didn't explain this at the beginning. When we're talking about like stories of people we know, we're using the names Nancy and Terry in order to talk about them because we don't want to expose like any real people in our lives that we don't have. Like if we got permission from them. That's fine, but if we're, like, talking about people, we don't want to, like, overstep boundaries, so we're using fake names for everybody. Yes. Well, I feel like we kind of got off topic, because there's just... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we there definitely really did. a topic. <laughs> this is just, like... All right. School is a really big part of our lives right now, yeah. so that's obviously going to be, like, something and that's it's... really on our brain. And it's going to be a big part of our lives going forward, like... Exactly. We've had, like, 12 years, or we're going to have, like, 12 years of, you know, education, and then you're going to go to college and have more, and it's just, like, a lot of learning. Mm-hmm. Just, like, so prepare to have a mention of school at least once in every, <laughs> every episode. At least <laughs> There, a portion of this will definitely be us ranting about school. I feel like also a ton of like gifted burnout kids will be able to relate to like, yeah, like a lot of the stuff we're talking about, specifically IB and AP. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, as like those students, because like I okay, my experience with the gifted program, um, in elementary school was like, so I wasn't in it in the beginning. Like, there were some kids that were pulled into the gifted program in, like, second grade. And then I think I was put, like, for... Because I wasn't even in it for, like, a huge amount. Like, I wasn't in it the entire time. They were like, do you want to try gifted? And I was like, yeah, sure. I'm smart. And they put me in it. And, like, I was able to do all the work. And I did it just fine. I genuinely did not like the atmosphere. Because all those kids that had been in gifted since second grade were mean. (laughs) Like the thing, sorry, go. Ahead. The thing, sorry. Uh, the thing with uh, like my case with like gifted was that I moved here um, from India like when yeah. I was when I was like five or six. So it was like just at the beginning of like first grade. I think I joined the second semester of first grade, like after winter break, and obviously I like knew English or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the whole like social and like academic environment was so different than what I was used to because you know I mean obviously you're moving yeah here, like you're from a different country so it's like that's a big cultural difference it's too like such a general. huge cultural difference one mm-hmm. like 
you know, there's always going to be those kids like, oh, like, who are you? You know, like, why do you look different? Why do you talk different? Why do you eat different? But like, kids are nosy. Kids are definitely nosy. (laughs) Kids, kids ask questions. Kids ask questions. So like, I used to like try and do, I, I was like, just like solely focused on my work, like, you know, and I feel like that's kind of what pushed me to like, go into the gifted program in a sense, Mm -hmm. like in second grade. But then I kept like moving schools. And so it was just like an unpleasant experience in elementary school. But after I got to middle school, I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, I know some people here, it's gonna be fine. But at the beginning, it was like a train wreck. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Wait, Nitya, so this is a thing I've been hearing, like, on TikTok, where kids, where even if they were, like, good at English, like, they spoke it perfectly well, like, some teachers just put them in ESOL for no reason. Did that happen? I will tell you what happened. Were you me. put? So, <gasps> so this is what happened. I I came here, obviously, I was five and six. I didn't, yeah. like, I talked English. I spoke it. I talked English. <laughs> Sorry. Um, I spoke English and whatever. Like, I used to speak Hindi at home. I still do. Like, I'm fluent, kind of, in <laughs> that language. But they, I came here, and the first thing they had me do was take a three- our test my five-year-old brain did not comprehend what was going on but I took a three-hour test to see if I could speak like this language and like I knew like how to write it and everything and they're like okay she's good because otherwise they would have put me in gammon because apparently that had like a better program for people who didn't speak English growing up um but I, they said I was clear, so I went to Jackson, which was closer to my house. But like, so I was going to be put through, like, an ESOL program, but uh, I took a three-hour test, like, an SAT for a fifth or a five-year-old. I probably would have and, failed that when I was five. I was, I didn't know, I was not smart at the age of five. <laughs> I don't even know, like, how I did that, because obviously my parents, like, came here and they sent their child off into some <laughs> room like to take a three-hour test and they're obviously worried right and I came out and I was just like you know it is what it is <laughs> it is what it is it is what it is I think Mom, in my case what about you I think in my case I had always kind of been like I guess encouraged to like like overachieve in academics so Gammon even though we didn't have like a gifted program I would still, like, be placed at the top of classes. We would have, like, these, um, like, reading, like, these specific reading classes set to the side, right? Always be put at the top. I was always encouraged to go to pre-IB. I came to IB. And, I mean, the thing is that when you're told that you're, like, insanely, like, like, oh, you're going to do so well academically, like, at the age of six, that just sets you up for failure. Yeah. Because, <laughs> like, yeah, you might have a college reading level at, like, 10 years old. But then because of that, I never actually learned how to study well. So then when I actually got to hard classes. Yes. Oh, my gosh. The studying thing. And I think kids can relate to that where it's like you were doing fine. But then up until like a certain point, these classes actually become harder. And because you were like, okay at most of it without having to study. Now you actually have to study and you're like, how do you don't know how this? So it's like a slump. Yeah, that's like definitely a problem. But either I way, like... I did not like my elementary school. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like the whole um, 
you have, you feel like you have a lot of pressure when that pressure gets put on you at such a young age it is so and it, it's not even just from like parents from teachers too yeah. because when they see that you're that young and you're doing that well they're gonna start filling your head with like ideas of how well you're gonna achieve when you're older but then you think that that is all that you're worth exactly is your grades oh, I got I Sorry, literally go had a break you're good I had like a breakdown in middle school because I had this terrible math teacher and I had had all A's all the way up until this one this one grade that I got a B in my second semester of seventh grade math and it was the only B I had all through middle school. And this woman was like terrible to me. And she made me feel like I was stupid, but I had been doing fine in everything up until then. And then all of a sudden I'm hearing that I'm not as good as the other people in my class. That is heartbreaking to tell a child who at that, up until that point, their entire self-worth has been based on the fact that they're a 4.0 kid. Exactly. Like, and so then at that point, I think for me, what happened was that when I got to that point, I was like, what the frick so then I kind of shut down and eventually I just stopped trying and it was a really bad like period of time I was in middle school and I was like I was like that kid that like tried to like be with the popular kids all the time and it just it wasn't good so was that your emo phase yes (laughs) I'm I'm trying to connect the the timeline I still feel like I'm in like an emo phase in a way not necessarily like the twenty one pilots like phase. <laughs> okay, but Tamara, <laughs> like Tamara, I'm gonna be very, I'm gonna be very honest. I was kind of intimidated by you in middle school. <laughs> I thought like either she's really cool or she's really mean. Like I don't think there'll be anything in between. <laughs> I was like, ugh, oh my god, no! Don't you did not have to think I was intimidating. I was literally the cringiest. I was. If any of you guys know Homestuck, I'm <laughs> Homestuck trash. I was, I was so... <laughs> I, I was literally, like, every single bad stereotype about Tumblr. It was... <laughs> you were the Tumblr stereotype. I mean, She was Tumblr. I thought you were going to say she was Tumblr. <laughs> she, Tamara was the physical embodiment of Tumblr. So horrible. Oh, my God. <laughs> That I think if we're talking about like embodiments of stereotypes in middle school, I was the physical embodiment of a nerd. Just in general, I was a Hunger Games, Harry Potter divert. I was that cringy Pinterest tattoo era. The girl boss. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I was absolutely terrible. I oof, I don't even want to talk about it. It was. Sarah, did you so also bad. go through like an "I'm not like other girls" phase? Of course, yeah. I <laughs> bro. Oh my gosh, eighth grade, I finally got it together. It was the internal seventh grade body worse me. I was. Oh, oh my god, I was like, no, I don't. I don't wear skirts. <laughs> Anybody remember like the the photos you would take like where you were just in the corner of your screen, you know those. Corners? <laughs> I found some from like twenty sixteen or fifteen, and I was shocked. Can I, I was be shocked. How you guys? I... 
do this. I'm gonna, I'm gonna out a, a certain fact about myself that I really wish didn't exist. I was a horse girl. <laughs> oh no! Wait, oh. wait, what kind of horse girl? Like MLT or like? No, like I went on, to like, a horse camp horse in summer. I have the, oh, no. I know, no, it's so Sierra. bad, it was in 6th grade, it was the summer between 6th grade and 7th grade, I literally, I did like, a showcase, I was pretty good at it though, I'm not gonna lie to you, <laughs> like as cringy as it was, <laughs> I was good, I still have my cowboy boots, steel toed and everything, okay, but like, oh here's my, the- I was like a Republican, <laughs> Except without the ideals. Okay. Listen, call me stupid, but like as cringy as horse girls are, the ones that like full equestrian, on road horses as a sport. There's a difference. I was definitely not an equestrian, because- but those girls have talent. Yeah. There's like this um farm or ranch by where I live, um, out in like the middle <laughs> of literally nowhere. But I see I I was driving to pick my brother up the other day and I just saw like this like there was this like group of like 50 girls and they were just all riding horses and I was like oh my god because it feels like a okay cult. but then again we live in the midwest so anytime you see a gaggle yeah, of people like that you're gonna start to assume that it's a cult definitely that's yeah. the first thing that comes to mind I mean Nitya is like the only normal person out of us in middle school. Um, okay, I mean, that's Nitya, what you gotta tell us something no. embarrassing about your middle school I, self. Just... Oh no, I, there's a <laughs> lot. It can't um, be as bad as Tumblr oh. and Horse Girl, come on. I had a side part, Nitya. I definitely had, I definitely had a I'm not as, like, like other girls phase. I think, I think most a lot girls of people growing up that. in the 2000s had that, though, because of the media I we were raised every- on. Everybody had some sort of phase where they were just like, I'm not like other girls, I don't wear pink, I don't do this, I don't do that, but then they eventually grow up to embrace that. Like, I used to only mm-hmm. wear black, and I... Still kind of do, but now I also... My room is literally bright yellow. (laughs) I mean, (laughs) I don't... I own multiple skirts (laughs) that I wear. Like, I'm obsessed with bees. But then again, I also have a skull pot for a plant that I named Yorick. It's called Balance. Okay, okay, wait, wait, wait. Speaking of bees, why did we all have just like a bee? That was phase? just you. <laughs> oh no, no, it was, dude. No, I'm not the only one that had a bee movie phase. How do you I definitely a phase had a bee movie phase. Yes. I, I can agree. Tamara, explain that to me. What does that mean? <laughs> okay, so um, at my middle school, when I was still associated with like a certain kind of group, we had this thing where we were literally like bees versus what? trains, and it was like. <laughs> Going into science classes or like Spanish classes and just hearing this over and over and And over again. Bees versus trains. It was was the only debate. Literally the only thing everyone was talking about. So if I mentioned this this in my English chat on Friday, would people know what I was talking about? (laughs) Probably if they were probably. I just I'm. I'm like, what do you mean by the B 
face is that you would hear you like it. I would have literally transferred all the time. It was so funny every time. I think I would have genuinely transferred. At some point, I had the entire like opening uh like uh words memorized. Like the according to all the up until there, that is as much as I know because of how many times I've heard people say it. But I only know that line. Tomorrow, I don't know if you remember this, but like I think it was eighth grade, and I had like I was in the I was in the yearbook committee or whatever, and I came like to the science classroom one day, and you just like <gasps> started saying razzle dazzle. <laughs> oh my god! And drawing that like the, the bird, I still do that. Sometimes. That's like that's like the, it was honestly so- that was the first time I was like okay this girl is so funny like love her love her energy. oh my god no I was so I was oh my jeez I was embarrassing but my signature it was great that I still keep to this day but I don't talk about it as much anymore is like it's this weird like cartoon bird with like fucking legs long as like three miles and it just says razzle dazzle oh my gosh. <laughs> I have a notebook with that in it. Like, it's a pl- it's an old planner. Mm-hmm. I will send y'all a picture. Oh, my No. That no. sounds so funny. <laughs> yeah, Nitya was, like, the most put-together person. <laughs> well, the thing with that friend group is that it was... Okay, but isn't toxic, every middle school but... friend group toxic? Mm, oh. That's also true. I was... Like, I'm glad I got out of that before it, like, escalated to a high school friendship, you know? <laughs> like, that would not have been good for, for mental health or anything I so think, i think i've only kept like one main friend from middle school and she's like my ride or die yeah like i've known her since elementary mm-hmm. we are we are good <laughs> like i wouldn't hesitate to call soulmates not gonna lie like oh <laughs> Okay, so since we had that fun little get to know us rant, I got some questions that we're going to answer to help you get to know us more and to tell you stuff that doesn't involve school. So, (laughs) Tamara, pick a number between 1 and 21. Oh, Lord, this is a lot of pressure. Uh, Two? Two? Okay. Oh, starting off fun, what is your worst childhood memory? <laughs> um, oh, I have one. Okay. The worst one I can't say because it is literally like the most All right, embarrassing what is thing, your second but... worst childhood memory? <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, this is a very specific one, but I remember like. So I had this freaking substitute for second grade. I'm going to go on a tangent, but I had this substitute for second grade. And for some reason, she needed papers from, like, this lady next door. So I go to the lady next door, and she's like, um, oh, no, I don't have these freaking papers. So I come back, my little seven-year-old self. I'm like, ma'am, she doesn't have the papers. And so then this freaking random lady starts yelling at me in front of the entire class. And, like, uh, I ended up sobbing, like, right then and there. Like, like you know, like, no. the ugly sob that kids have? Where it's like, <laughs> oh, <fuck. laughs> That's terrible. Like, like, 
or no, okay, there was another one where I was at a birthday party, and um, before then, I was, like, very used to, like, mm-hmm. Arab food, and so then I went to this, like, it was this white-ass family. It was, no, listen, it was this white-ass family, but for some reason, they had, like, a Mexican-themed party, so it was, like, barely- white people tacos! Oh, no. <laughs> like, yeah, no, like, the tacos were, like, by the taco shell and the pre-made sauce and everything, and, like, and, like, I didn't know half the kids there, and then, like, they just, I was so overwhelmed for some reason by the lack <laughs> of seasoning. So <laughs> the lack of girl of this group, I'm so sorry. Oh my. Oh, okay, okay that's Nitya, it really. what is the worst or second worst if you don't want to share your actual worst childhood memory? Okay, this is okay. So well I don't know if this classifies Whatever is just really bad I, I'm just gonna to say. you. Okay. Like to me. God, no. right, okay, like <laughs> oh. This is kind of it might be kind of insensitive, but like it's fine. Um, Great so start. <laughs> okay. Like just no, no. Just listen. It's not. It's not anything like terrible. But <laughs> anyway, <laughs> um, when I was like four, it was like the day my brother was being born. Oh, no. My mom, you know, like went went in for a checkup or whatever. And so I'm I'm with her, and they're like, "Oh, we need to get this baby out of you." So they're like, "Okay, let's like do the surgery or whatever." So I'm just sitting there. <laughs> And I get hungry. <laughs> no, no, no. Listen, no. listen. Uh, my, no, my grandma comes, um, obviously is at the hospital. So she's like, comes over to me and I'm like, I'm hungry. Like, can I get some food? Mm-hmm. And she's like, uh, okay. So she ordered like samosas or whatever. <laughs> and I just remember thinking, wow, my mom is like in, in excruciating pain. And um, no, listen, listen. The baby ha- was having trouble breathing, and I, I'm over here being like, "This samosa is too spicy. No, no, I can't eat this." That's literally what I did. While your mother is literally giving birth, I was just like, I was just thinking back to it, and I'm like, "Wow, you really could not have been I any nicer to the have... people around you. Like, I your brother that... was in an incubator, and you're was like." Going when she started talking about birth is I thought she was going to be like, she went like, up to her baby. mother and was like, can you hurry up? <laughs> That's where I thought that was going. That was probably oh the worst part of like That's thinking so back to I should though. not have done that. Okay. Um, my... <laughs> it was a good samosa though. I mean, if it, like, it was just a little spicy. Really That's it. <laughs> okay, Sierra, my worst childhood you? memory was the time when I was in preschool, and on my right hand, I got the top of my index finger cut off. Well, okay, oh not my... like the entire what? top, but like the very, very top of it got chopped off in a giant wooden door at my preschool. Because the outside door was, like, insanely heavy, and we were going to recess, and I was trying to hold it open, and it slammed on my finger, and I lost the top of my nail. And you guys want to know why my nails are always so short? Like, I cannot have nails. It never grows back. It's never grown back in all these years. 
Jesus Christ, like, dude, that's like that's heavy. Twelve years. I literally have never had more, like literally a nub of a nail on my index finger. So I can't grow <laughs> my other nails out, or it'll look stupid. Or yeah, well, okay, I've done fake nails, but I mean, like <laughs> that's those cute true. little, like French-tipped real nails. I can't do that. But you want to know what's really funny? A few, like, after I had left the preschool, when I was in, like, second or third grade, I went back to say hi to one of the teachers, and I was getting out of the car, and I slammed the exact same finger on the same hand in the car door (laughs) in the parking lot, and we didn't even get to go in because we had to drive straight home to put, like, a bandage on it. I had to get stitches the first time. So it's like I'm cursed in that preschool. Like, I have not stepped foot since because of the fear that I'm going to somehow get my index finger stuck <laughs> in a door. Dude, the stories from Nidia and I were just, like, so low-key. It was just a, like, piece of crap. This, this <laughs> is definitely yeah, a traumatic experience. Stitches. <laughs> okay, All right, next Nidia, question. Pick one through 21. Ooh, Would you rather go back in time to see the dinosaurs or jump forward a thousand years to see our futuristic society? And then I want your explanation. <laughs> oh, jeez. Why do you have to put me <laughs> on the spot like that, Sierra? Oh. Um, I got yeah, because you picked it, so you go first. Yeah. Honestly, I feel like <laughs> dinosaurs are scary. So, futuristic Valerie. society. Well, also because, you know, I just don't want to go to the past. Everything <laughs> seems so like. Everything's worse. Exactly. I think the only like, good thing about any yeah, part of I the past would be the fashion. But everything else sucks. Yep. Ooh, going back to the dinosaur age fashion. <laughs> what do we got? Firmly? <laughs> Leave. Leave. Okay, well, tomorrow, what would you do? Leave. I would go to the future for this reason. I will find my great 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 grandchildren, or however greats there are, and I will freak them out. I will scare them. I will know everything about them. I will know their family tree, and I will find the street, and I will scare them. Okay, but we don't know how far into the future this is, so there's a very good chance that you. I don't care. I will find the lineage. <laughs> I will find. Also, just in general, I just like kind of want to freak people out. Like that'd be so fun. That would be like you'd be famous for sure. I mean, if you're traveling all the way to the future, like you use AirPods or like, well, <laughs> like that's a thing. No, no, I just go there and freaking everybody's being like, "Oh my god, 2020s fashion!" Stop. That's not funny. Like, I don't want to think about that. Ew. <laughs> no. Romanticizing or the fandom. I want to see if I become like a famous politician that ends up like That's starting not a, a good war thing. <laughs> no, let's see. Let's um, see. What about okay. you, Sierra? Let's see. <laughs> um, dinosaurs. But I have a great reason why. I have a reason why. Why? That's... First, no. Because why first, I'd establish dominance by stealing 
a giant dinosaur bone from one of the museums so that they would think that I killed oh my- one of the big I- dinosaurs and I would have dominance <laughs> established. And then I would take pictures oh because I don't think that dinosaurs actually looked like what scientists tell us they look like. Because they can't know exactly what they look like from just bone structure. Their skin could have been anything. So imagine, I want to know. Also, imagine big chickens. Like imagine that would be so funny. Chickens. But also, there's a thing I there's a thing I didn't even think about about going back in time is that you could make prehistoric art and you could do like du- <laughs> you could take a giant <gasps> owl, put it in that art, and no one would understand I it. I will literally paint the Mona Lisa right. on a cave wall. Who painted (laughs) And then I'll sign my name under it. And then there you go. My name is officially in history forever. I didn't even think of that. I didn't even... That's crazy. I didn't even think of that. Like, you could just go back in time and you could just be like... Literally just make yourself famous. Yeah. All right. I guess. All right. Next question. I'm... Sierra, your turn to pick. I'm gonna choose... All right. If you had three wishes, what would you wish for? Excluding more wishes. We're playing by Genie's Rules, a.k.a. Aladdin, a.k.a. no bringing people back from the dead, and no making people fall in love with you. So. All right. Oh, your turn like first. <laughs> All right. <laughs> See? Okay, well, See? I, I told you. First. I would wish for a purse that always has money in it. I want a purse of never-ending money. Exactly. So I would just be rich because I would just constantly have money. Pull out $18. There's more money in it already. The minute that money leaves the purse, refilled. I want to never run out of money. That is that is wish number one. <laughs> wish number wish two. Number two. Wish I, number two. Hmm, I want a castle cottage to just appear on the coast of Italy when I turn 18. That was literally going to be purchased. You're literally just gonna live every cottage poor bitch's dream. I can't. Oh my I mean, holy shit. I... Have you met me? I don't know what you expected. And finally, I would wish. I don't think long and hard about this. Yes. Yeah, I... <laughs> hmm, this is hard. See, but now I feel guilty because those were very, like, self-sufficient wishes. So now I feel like I have to wish to end world hunger. Hypothetically, if there were no problems in the world, I would wish for a closet that never runs out of fashionable clothes. So whatever is in fashion will be in my closet. Yeah, and That's if beautiful. there were still issues Absolutely. in the world, I would probably wish for either homelessness or world hunger to be solved. 
I thought you were gonna stop it. No. I wish for homelessness. All right, Tamara, what would your three wishes be? Okay, so this is kind of like all oh, planned. Okay, so let's hear it. One, kind of like my a dinosaur lifetime, thing. A lifetime supply of mangoes. Anytime I want a That's mango, so hard. I want one. yes. Oh my god. So second, I can always have my thirst quenched, right? Like I never get thirsty right like i never need water and third because this is the big thing i wish to live alone in the desert right and what i'm gonna do is i'm gonna dye my hair like bright uh, some bright color i'm gonna change my name to rebecca and i'm going to have a pet peacock i'm gonna i'm, gonna, go uh, I'm gonna provide some gonna context skip. here to anyone listening tamara does not like to drink water it's very bad yeah, I, I have <laughs> alarms set on my phone to remind her to li- drink. It's no, water. that's not true. Water is not just a liquid. Literally, liquid, nope. it can count nope. as water. No. I you don't mean care. Water, H2O. So that is, that's the context of her not wanting to be required to drink water. <laughs> and then, like, the rest of it is just, like, Honestly, know, a vibe. I know. So, Nitya? Oh. Okay, but, like, that's cool if, like, to solve world issues if i had to solve world issues my number one wish would be to end viruses like covid number two is to reverse climate change because no one else is trying to do it None of i feel bad that yes and then three would be to like you know make college and medical care not expensive three. you know you know just like give people basic necessities because that's such know, a radical such a idea apparently thing to think. <laughs> Before we dive into that, <laughs> okay, so wish number one would be being able to eat that's without gaining smart. weight, like as much as I want, that's okay, well, that's a good one, whenever I want, as much as I want, whatever I want, without gaining any weight. Um, number two would be to play any instrument perfectly, first Bro. class, because I suck at playing instruments. And I really want to play instruments because I think it's so cool. So that would be number two. And I haven't really gotten to three. So let me see. I feel like my wishes are bad now. (laughs) I would. No, they're good. I I like your wishes. I would like to replace um, closet wish with uh, Natia's instrument wish. Both of you guys have such like versatile wishes. Honestly. Okay, I need to every, have every problem of mine would pretty much be solved if I was rich. So the money purse could honestly just be my only wish. <laughs> if I'm people say money can't buy happiness. Oh yeah, and but, then like, I'd rather be crying in a mansion than and crying then... in my house. You could just be the next exactly. Buchanan. Exactly. Except about the murder. Without <laughs> the murder. <laughs> All right, third murder. wish. Mm. My third one would wait. I just thought of it, and it just left my mind. I'm so stupid. Oh, I think it would probably be like. I feel like you said money something, and then stopped because Tamara called me Daisy. I literally <laughs> said money something. Wait. Oh, I would wish that like I can travel as much as I want without losing like money or time. That's just like smart. I can travel. Really. Genius. You know? Food? 
traveling music nothing like, what else do you need literally nothing mangoes water <laughs> crazy lady in the desert <laughs> like I feel like trails. somebody would definitely make a lot of money photographing you in the desert. <laughs> strange woman spotted only refers to herself as Rebecca and only talks to her peacock named Mango. <laughs> oh, I'm gonna no, I'm naming her Peacock Hubert. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Rebecca and Hubert reminds living me in the desert peacefully, the... like the the what was the volleyball's name like tom hanks in the volleyball and... oh yeah uh, wilson i yes. think that's what i was wilson! That's what I was <laughs> no i'm just gonna do the same thing with like a mango i'm gonna make a mango shrine <laughs> like, okay. what is your guys's favorite disney movie I know. This is so difficult. That's why you gotta answer it. <laughs> oh. Honestly, when I was younger, Ooh. it was tangled. Just because I had really long hair, and I was like, look, your hair's blonde, <laughs> mine's not. I'm your a princess. <laughs> um, which makes no sense. But it was but long. To me, it did. I... But I would say now, but I would say now it would be probably Princess oh and the gosh. Frog or Mulan. Okay. I think my favorite is <gasps> Atlantis. Yes! Underrated! Like, Atlantis. Oh, Atlantis. Or Hunchback of Notre Dame. Hunchback of Notre Dame, Ooh, I didn't okay. watch until, like, 12 like... for some reason. And then Atlantis, I always watched it on repeat when I was little. Like, I was Atlantis addicted to that movie. Atlantis was so good. Oh, my gosh. I watched... Literally, I watched it over that movie. I haven't watched it in a while. <laughs> It's really I need good. To re-watch okay, it. so this is like not that many people consider this like a good movie, but honestly, I think if it's not a Disney princess, my favorite is 101 Donations. It's literally it's my comfort movie. Love like it. I love it so much. And then there's like people who are like, but Aristocrats is better. Aristocrats has a really, really racist scene in it. You know what doesn't? 101 Donations. Literally, the Siamese cat That's scene? from Lady and the Tramp. Like, yes, that is in Lady Wait, and the seriously? Tramp. I haven't watched Lady and the Tramp in forever. Oh. But yeah, that's in Lady and the Tramp. That is not in 101 Donations. No, no, wait, what's the racist it's scene the, It's the Everybody Wants to Be a Cat song. They have a really... Oh, I thought that was the no, one. No, that's in Aristocrats because it's everybody wants to be a cat. Except they have, like, one of the cats is a really, really racist Asian stereotype. It's really bad. It's awesome. <laughs> it's so bad. And then there's, like, other racist stereotypes but the one that's that's the most prominent one out of all of them it's terrible i remember watching it because i watched like a bunch of older disney movies over quarantine when i got disney plus and i was like i got to that scene i was like i loved this song as a kid and that part of it played i went huh i was like i don't remember (laughs) this but yeah so they literally changed the intro to it and they made it they have like the intro says some parts of this movie 
something something we don't agree with this anymore i was like whoa what i was like what part and then i got to it i was like oh okay i see or, oh my god okay this is kind of going off topic there are no do, like that seat like the dumbo remember in dumbo oh my god that never occurred to me until i thought about it i was like jim crow i was like whoa that literally yeah i literally did not realize it until probably oh i don't even know when but it was super late like i did not think of it that way at all i never watched dumbo until Mm -hmm. like again i got older and then I watched it, and I was like, this is literally yeah, a Jim was... Crow reference. When did like, Dumbo come out? Heck? So, like, I'm gonna, I'll look it up. I have no idea. Because, like, I mean, probably like the 50s, maybe. Um, I, I looked it up. Oh. It came out in 1941. Okay, so of that, course. I, of course. I, yeah. There's I feel like we're going really very off topic. <laughs> Yeah. To be honest, we're kind of just vibing. Yeah, it came out in yeah. 41. Bambi uh-huh. came out in 42. Yeah. Oh! Really? I, I came up with, I have a, I remember I was thinking of, like, what topics we could talk about, and it. I just remembered one that I really wanted to cover. But, yeah. It came out in 41. October 23rd, to be specific. That was the original. And I remember really liking that Baby of Mine song. That made me cry. Oh, yeah. that was really sad. But, like, at the same time... No, but there's also the, the scene where Crow, Baby like, Dumbo oh, gets drunk. Break. Do you remember that? He falls into, yeah. like, a... Because the yeah. clowns are getting drunk. And they, like, have a bucket. And there's, like, alcohol in the bucket. And Dumbo drinks yeah. it. I think you, wait, has a, I don't like, remember this. elephant scene. It's literally an allusion to the elephant yeah. getting drunk. Oh. Oh, yeah. yeah. It was. Yeah, yeah. I didn't understand it as a kid because I just saw fun pink elephants. Then you rewatch it and you're like, drunk elephant. <laughs> yeah, you rewatch it when you're like 12. Or like, okay, this is also kind of off topic, but there was one thing about like cartoons that I didn't like a lot where it was like, it wasn't the cartoons necessarily, but it was the way that some people would find would like reach to find sexual oh, innuendos. Oh no, I in get it. that because sometimes there are ones that are thrown in there for like adults, but then there's ones where people are like, "That was one." It's like that's a very, very far stretch. Yeah, I definitely agree yeah. on that. But on the topic of animation, call out time. What was who specifically was your first? animated crush because i know that y'all had one and it's call out time so who was it tamara tumblr um. who was it the first one you can, the first one you can remember who from any any as long as it's animated who was it oh cartoon no, i can't I All know right, my. We'll I'm ready to you, say you're it. You're having a crisis, so we'll come back to you. Nikia, no. who was it? <laughs> um, Udo <laughs> Sitch. What was his name? <laughs> David. David, I think. Okay. Hey, no, that's normal. Cause listen, cause listen, he helped the sister, the older sister, so much. Okay. Like he got her a job. He was but there like, for the her, and they sister? weren't even dating. Like. <laughs> 
Yeah. The old. <laughs> Ooh. The older sister. The older sister. Why? Wasn't her name Nani? <laughs> yeah, I think so. Nani, I yeah. think. But yes, Lilo David and was a really good movie. Fun, <gasps> literally, just really quick it sidebar is. about Lilo and Stitch. Do you guys know? I don't know if you know this, but you know how she says that their parents died in a st- in a car crash because it was like a really big storm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And you know how when she's late, yeah. she talks yeah. about how she was feeding uh, peanut butter and jelly to a fish. Do you remember what she said? Yeah. Pudge controls the weather. Her parents died in a car yeah. crash because it was storming. So this, and yeah, this five-year-old little girl is feeding this fish it's every so day cool. because she doesn't want it to control the weather and kill somebody else. I came to that realization oh the other my day God. when I heard her say, like, Pudge controls what? the weather. I was like, what? I think I saw something it like that on TikTok. So I was like, I so All right, Tamara, no avoiding it. Who was it? You can't make one up because I know you got one. Um, um, okay. Okay, okay, okay. Um, um. So, do you know? <laughs> you know. You, you, you know. Please don't. It wasn't the piece. It was the candlestick. No! Lumiere? Lumiere? Tell me, tell me it's not Lumiere. personality now my cartoons my cartoon crushes now are insufferable i freaking one of them is dead um <laughs> all right okay sierra uh, no shame the very first um cartoon crush that i can remember there might have been another one but the very first one i remember was peter pan yep i have no okay, shame that, I, that you, when i was like when you win like the most normal when I was like six, crush to have as a I child. remember literally hugging the box because we had the DVD. I would like hug the box while watching the movie because I was actually in love with Peter Pan. Talk about that was like his <laughs> attitude. He was funny. He was sarcastic. He was mean. Oh my gosh! Literally, 
I love it. Could not. And my mom was like, "You can't just watch Peter I... Pan on repeat." And I was like, "Yes, I can." I did. Okay. Okay. Wait. wait. There's another. Not necessarily a crush, but just someone I really resonated with, Silvermist. I was a Rosetta girl. Hollow. Oh. I was obsessed with Rosetta. I I was mm-hmm. a Silvermist gal. Nitya, did I, you have oh a God. Pixie Hollow fairy you resonated with? <sighs> I did that not. Hurts. I did not. But looking back at it, I definitely don't think I, I don't have, have the same personality, personality as Rosetta. I was just like... Probably, what, what oh, was she name, was. Fana, I, I liked her because she had the really long braid. Yeah, I think I probably met. Oh, oh I loved her oh, braid. Iridessa, I Honestly, loved her name. The Iridessa. She was so, she was so pretty. <laughs> Literally, her name was just like I was obsessed with her name. Like Iridessa, that's a dope name. Come on, that like, that's that's a literally great name. such a cool name. Yeah, I probably resonate with Fauna the most, even though I'm literally, like, I just don't talk mm-hmm. in public. Like, literally, like, okay. I think I resonate with her the most. I think. So which one, so which one would you guys put, like, for me? I, I yeah, I definitely see Silvermist. Both of you are, like, just, like, naturally graceful in that <laughs> sense, and also the mom friend. G- g- me? <laughs> mom also friend. the mom friend, yeah. because, uh, literally, Sam and I are inseparable. Friend, yeah. We're, like... When it comes to personality-wise, <laughs> for me, who would you say? Yeah. Video. Definitely. I was just like, yeah, honestly, I don't know what yeah. drew me to it. Re- honestly, it might have been just because she was pink. I, being honest, it really could have been. I don't know, but I remember having, like, a very specific drawn to Rosetta. I really didn't like Tinkerbell. I'm gonna say it. I didn't like her. Yeah, I didn't like her either. Or no, okay. Who made me mad? That one pirate girl. I don't even. I don't remember oh, the storyline about her, but I know she existed. Okay, so <laughs> I watched the movie. Okay, so she <laughs> was originally, I think, a tinker, right? Or no, not. A t- I forgot what she was, but essentially, she worked with pixie dust, and then she wanted to work with alchemy because she was like, "Oh, there's other colors that exist with pixie that's dust. Kinda, I want to work cool. with it." And her mentor is like, no, you can't do that because, like, you're going to freaking create chaos and, like, this is really hard to deal with. So she's like, okay. So then she goes against his orders and, like, wreaks havoc. <laughs> and then she's, like, banned or something. So then she runs away. Then she comes back, steals the important oh. dust that's, like, the life source for all of Pixie Hollow and just steals it with her. Because she has a crush on a human, basically. Like, a human Okay, pirate. but who doesn't? Who does we need have to keep moving. We need to I think her name was like Zarina, I think. This is a Zarina hate club. I yeah, don't y'all, we need to move on. We I just like literally remember nothing about her plot line. I know, but I don't remember the movie at all. You know who I do remember? Terrence. That dude. I remember nothing about him other than the fact that he did, like, absolutely nothing to the plot. Yeah, I think that was his only purpose. And he, he was, he was like a dust, he was a dust boy. Honestly, he looked more like her twin than her Yeah, except what's really funny is I'm pretty sure they literally just took Tinkerbell's face animation and slapped some white hair on it. Basically, literally what they did. That's 
<laughs> okay, let's keep um, moving. Yeah. Let's keep moving. Honestly, okay. Who was your first celebrity crush? That's not like a real person. I'm doing oh, this to you. Don't do this to me. Then what oh, is I already know my answer. It's gonna oh, Luke from Jesse. Luke from Jesse. I'm telling you. I cried when I found Cameron Boyce. Okay, Definitely, this one isn't necessarily weird. I think it's oh, no, that's normal. Johnny Depp. That's normal. Oh, is this, that's not. Oh, yeah. Me and when I was like six, yeah. I was like, oh, "My, so attractive." I think everybody that yeah. knows me already knows this, but young Leonardo DiCaprio. <laughs> you, I was I not talking about him. <laughs> one of the only things I talk about is Titanic. Because <laughs> I watched Titanic at like a surprisingly young it's... age, but I was like. Yeah, I think I was like, I think I was like nine. I don't know. But I, I only like saw like young Leo for the first time probably when I was nine. Yeah. I didn't know what Leonardo DiCaprio looked like. I didn't like know what I he like looked like now until I was older. But like, like what he looks like currently. But like, I knew what he looked like when he was younger for a very long time. <laughs> but like, that's yeah. a, that's a good crush. Like, yeah. Ooh. This is definitely a better ship than a freaking candlestick. <laughs> this is a great ship from a freaking candlestick to Johnny well, Depp. Follow-up yeah. question. Who was your first celebrity yeah. girl crush? Like, who did you find super attractive? Because I feel like everyone's got one. Hmm. Yes! Anne Hathaway. Oh, my God. oh definitely. Well, Actually, yeah. From, from, it to be from Princess Diaries. From Princess Diaries? Oh my god. When I watched her, I and watched Hathaway, her in Ocean's Hathaway. 8 the other I... day. Ah! I love her. Like, she literally so doesn't age. She's so beautiful. She's, she's graceful. She's so and not problematic. And it's wrong. just like... <laughs> she's... Okay. Um, it's perfect. Who's next? I think it was Nitya that was next. So like, okay, well, I agree mine with Mine was, Hathaway. my first one was, chronologically, I think it was Jennifer Lawrence. Because of Hunger okay, Games. Okay, that's not bad at all. Okay, all right. Yeah. Yeah. I can see it. I can definitely see it. She, she okay, so, there are she's so still many, so like, crazy. actresses oh in Hollywood that do not age. Like, legit. My... I still How? can't get over it's Anne beyond me. She literally looks the same. How m- when did Princess Diaries come out? Okay, I don't know. I... When she was she was eighteen in that movie. Yeah. Let's find out. I think my current... and it came out twenty my years ago and she looks the same. Two thousand one. Twenty? Dude, she looks it came out in July of two thousand one. Current crush twenty. I think my current crush now is Anya Taylor Joy. Ooh, that's okay. It. But the Best Evan Peters, <laughs> you guys, I love him as Quicksilver. Well, and then okay, my current male crush. Okay, so but who doesn't like Chris Evans? I he's no, not even like that. He's just like he just seems like oh, such a chill I actor. This really you know? cute thing, really quickly um, about him that whenever he's nervous, he. 
He yeah, draws on um, Olsen's, hand. Olsen's hand. Olsen's hand whenever he's nervous, and it's so cute. That's who Mike's current oh, celebrity crush is. Elizabeth Olsen. Okay, so as our last question in this little getting to know us episode, what would you do if you won the lottery tomorrow? Nitzia, would you like to answer first? Yes, I have a plan. I have a plan. Tell us your plan, girl. Okay, so one, obviously some of it would go to taxes, right? Yeah. Because, yeah, whatever. Oh, Um, wait, I guess I got to disclose like how much you win. Oh, Ooh, that's true. let's yeah. say you won a hundred million dollars. Right. Perfect. It's there perfect. You go. All right. So Continue. obviously I win the money, whatever. I want to help my mom and dad pay off their car and house because very you smart. know, they kinda raised me, so that's you know. Yeah. I kinda owe them that at least. Then set aside some for college and then blow like a million at least on just traveling for like a year. Like, go everywhere. Mm-hmm. And just live the most bougie life I can while yeah. I travel, you know? And then, like, every year, I want to make one big purchase. Ooh. You know? Like, not huge. Private like, jet. <laughs> like, yeah, one year, I'll buy a boat. The next year, I'll buy yeah. a nice car. You know? Like that. Just, like, a little thank you for, like, to, to myself. Because I deserve things. Yes, you right? do. I do. I do. I really do. <laughs> that sounds so conceited. I promise I'm not conceited. <laughs> but like, you know, you want to spend some money on yourself. Yes. And then, like, as I grow older, like, nearing the end of my life, my thing is, I don't want to die with any money in the bank account. Because what's the point? Nothing. That's smart. I want it. So, like, as I get older, I'm just going to, you know, spend you could- it leave it to your children but um no <laughs> they need to work hard on their own and plus i'm providing for them already so no. that's true i mean lucky All for right. you i just looked it up and the average yacht price is about 8.4 million average that's not bad average. that would that would yeah that so i'll just like funk. huh that takes up like a good chunk of it like 100 million or no no like a- see see i'll just like buy a yacht and, like, that'll be my five-year present, you know? Okay, yeah. That's or, like, end-of-life present. I would like to say, I would just like to throw this in there. If I had $100 million, you would not catch me going to college. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I would not I waste mean, four years of my life when the whole point is not to wrong. get a job, to get money, when I already have $100 million. I, I mean, would- I could start a nonprofit, but, like... Yeah. I don't know. All right, tomorrow, yeah. what would you do if you won $100 million tomorrow? Oh, wait, wait, wait. Before you go, before you go, before you go, I would donate some to charity also. Yes. All right, continue. Okay, do you want the selfish version or the realistic version? Selfish. Or both. Both. <laughs> both. Give us both. This is yeah. our podcast. <laughs> but, Kai, I'm sorry. I need to go yell at my parents really quickly. <laughs> okay. Cut! Cut. Cut this. Don't forget to cut here, Sierra. Cut here. Oh, Wait, also, I, I, wanted, I wanted to ask you, are you cool with us calling you Sierra? Yeah. Okay. Because, right. like, 
the IB people are going to be like, who's that? <laughs> That's really just the host name. And yeah. honestly, when you say Sierra, it kind of sounds like Rhea. It sounds just yeah. like a nickname. I was just making sure, you know. Yeah, you're mm-hmm. good. If I wasn't okay with it, I could just superimpose Raya over <laughs> <laughs> every single time. <laughs> just like Tamara is doing with I oh my Word. gosh, I have to I have to censor Tamara so many times in this episode. Actually, it'll be it's fine. Okay. It'll be, listen, listen, it'll be fine. Okay. So right. I'll okay, so we ready go. <laughs> my realistic plan would be to set just three million aside for me. And the rest, I donate to charities, realistically, because I don't think I'd be the kind of person to live lavishly, necessarily. You don't want to be Gatsby. Good to know. Good to know. (laughs) The selfish version. (laughs) Listen, realistically, I wouldn't want to live lavishly. Selfishly, if I wanted to bring my inner capitalist out and just go insane, I Vanderbilt Carnegie mode. So obviously, I spent, Carnegie mode. obviously I spent a million aside for like my education because even if I don't get an MD, I'm still going to try and pursue a PhD in something, right? Yes, of course. Then I buy a shit ton of libraries, right? Ooh, like a shit. My- Ooh, right? Like a ton of libraries, a ton of music halls, and then. I get buy an- out Carnegie Hall. And then I get an award named after me. Maybe run as governor for fun. Oh. Just see what happens. <laughs> for fun. For fun. Um, then I'll live kind of humble, like in a little cottage on the mountainside, you know. <laughs> um, I'd have 50 cats. Yes. 50 cats. 50 All dogs. named Ruby. Cats on a peep. <laughs> Ruby one, Ruby two, Ruby, Ruby three. And here's the thing: I'm going to have like the most obscure things that are just expensive for no reason. So like movie theater, no. Big house, no. Bowling alley, no. But I'm going to have like thousand dollar blankets just for no reason. Eighteen foot tall statue of Bigfoot. I'm going to buy a company at some point. I yes. will buy. I will buy a mango company. <gasps> I will ties to mangoes. Right. And a then, mango company? I think I'm wow. going to name this episode The Mango Trilogy. <laughs> yes, The Mango Trilogy. So, then, with my Mango Monopoly, I keep making more... Mango Monopoly! Right. That's, that's it. That's the name of the episode. Mango, mango Monopoly. Monopoly. You heard it here then, first. Then, right, when I die, I'm not necessarily... I'm just going to adopt a ton of children, okay? So, when I die, right, I'm going to be decked out in pearls in shit when I die. Like, I'm going to be in the funeral, and I'm going to be, like, damn, I look kind of hot, like, as a ghost. <laughs> yeah. And at, this is an idea I saw, like, off a of Tumblr or TikTok, I think, but at my funeral, I'm going to have a Kahoot game about my life. And whoever wins gets your inheritance? Yes. Yes. And my inheritance yeah. should be around, like, like, 12, at least, like, a measly million, which is still, like, a good amount, you know? That's a lot of money! Yeah, it's, like, it's oh, like that's such a Gen Z thing. Like having a Kahoot game at the end of your life. Okay, but you that's smart because that's head. like who actually cared about you enough to learn. Or and mm. funeral, my funeral. I don't want necessarily anybody to be sad. I kind of want us to be like a happy parting, kind of like a retirement party. Yeah. So what yes. I do is that it's like like just like a full on like mosh pit. You want to rave. Yes. You want to rave? <laughs> and then I'm donating my body to science. 
Wait, question. Yes. Um, how are old people gonna rave? They can do it. <laughs> By the time we die, everybody's gonna be part robot anyway. It's fine. <laughs> Fact, you just see like walkers. You just see like walker and walking sticks in the air. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Are you ready for my yes amazing plan? First of all, yeah. screw college. If I'm rich, I'm not going to college. <laughs> That's four years of my life I would be wasting to gain something that I already have. I'm already pretty darn smart. Money. Plenty of people don't go to college. They do fine. I don't need it. I'll have money. So obviously, set exactly. aside like two million for tax stuff. I don't know how taxes work. Two, three million? Probably four. Probably more than that. But anyway, take out a chunk of money for taxes. Then I go to Europe. Yes. I play a game of darts with a map of Europe, and wherever that dart lands, unless <gasps> it's a place that I absolutely despise, that is where I'll move. I will go to wherever the most field flower area is and i will purchase a small castle can i visit of course in this small castle i will have tons of animals of all kinds birds dogs cats llamas everything i'll have it all then for tax fraud can i move in with you (laughs) yes you can (laughs) then Once that happens, I will then go into the town, which is miles away, and I will purchase a bookstore cafe. I will call the bookstore cafe, but no one will know where I live. I will be the mysterious bookshop owner who actually lives in the mysterious castle that nobody knows about. And it's just an urban legend in the town because of how far away it is. Oh my god, um, I forgot, this is about your thing, um, I forgot about the name, but there was, like, a book where it was, like, this really rich guy that, like, leaves puzzles for, like, um, his sons after he dies, and it's, like, one random girl, and the puzzles- That sounds pretty fun. What if you did that, but, like, while you were alive? Like, with that- Right. It was, (gasps) find out who I am, maybe get a little rich? That's actually pretty fun, and whoever wins it gets my inheritance. Which that's much more clever than the Kahoot. Days B after I've owned this bookshop for years. I'm sort of getting a little old. One day I will mysteriously disappear, leaving a note on the door saying that a specific person in my life, depending on who I meet when I'm there, will come into full ownership of said bookshop plus two million dollars, depending on whoever in the town has been the nicest to me during my stay, despite <laughs> not knowing me. It's like undercover CEO, but with bigger stakes. Undercover boss. Exactly, that's what it's Win called. a bookstore. Oh, yep. okay. I, with my money, this is not a long thing, with my money, I would be a guest star on Shark Tank so that I can say <gasps> Shark Tank? Oh my god. That's gosh. pretty smart. I'm out. I just want to say that one. <laughs> I just, bro, I just want to, it's like a poor, it's like like these two poor, like, little, like, uh, college graduates, and they just, like, have some weird food company, and I'm like, for that reason, I'm out. I'm out. I'm in. <laughs> <laughs> so then, after I give that $2 million in the bookshop to whoever's been the nicest to me, I will go on a travel spree, where I will travel all over the world. I will then start leaving 
a mark, a specific symbol everywhere in the world. I will start an anonymous Twitter and Instagram account where I take photos of said symbols. No context, no bio, no nothing. And I will just post them and make people go on a wild goose chase. It will be in a very specific pattern. And then you when I'm rich, I'm gonna have fun. Oh my god. And then you write no, this is what you do. You write your name on the world map and you go everywhere. Yeah. Like your name goes. I'm literally just going to be playing this giant treasure hunt game with half the population. Because it's, at this it'd point, be so I've made headlines. I've made the news. But nobody knows who I am. I'm anonymous. No one even knows I exist. And then after that, when I've hit, like, I don't know, 50 or something, I shall retire to my castle with my significant other and my farm. But it's not actually a farm. It's just, like, an animal reservation. Yeah. And my millions of plants. And then I shall live happily until I probably at some point die. Possibly. But before then, when I'm on my deathbed, I shall pay to be frozen. <laughs> I'm gonna Walt Disney here. I want to be frozen. I don't care what it takes. I will pay I want to be resurrected. That's the plan. And then I'll quote unquote die. Oh my god. What if you cloned yourself? If the <gasps> technology exists, absolutely not. One of me is enough. Dude, I would de- dude, I would clone myself so many times. I would literally create like an army of myself. Or that's terrifying. Do, like an Ocean's Eight thing. Where it's clones <laughs> of myself and they start a heist. Like Three decades. That's them has a different specialty that I've assigned to them. And okay, (laughs) really quick. Tomorrow, when you were talking about adopting a bunch of children, the only thing I could picture was you being um, what's his face, Hargreaves. I not. He was a horrible dad. I'm not gonna. I know, but you know that you talked about it. You were like, I didn't. No, I am not producing a Luther. We, no, we don't talk about Luther Hargreaves on this podcast. This no. is a Luther Hargreaves hate podcast. Okay. This next segment contains spoiler alerts for seasons one and two of Umbrella Academy on Netflix. You should watch it. It's really good. But skip forward a minute and 33 seconds if you do not wish for the endings to be spoiled. It's literally the reason Vanya, like, exploded the Earth the first time. Like, had he just been nice and just been like, okay, I won't lock you in a freaking, like, cube? Yeah. Nothing, none of that would have happened, because she wouldn't have gotten that pissed. Yeah, that made me so angry. And Alice- Also, was, his like, whole vibe, his whole vibe was just, like, not the it. The entire oh, time, no. Allison was like, hey, don't put our sister in a box! Also, the Allison- Luther relationship? Mm-mm. No. See, I'd be okay with it if they didn't refer to each other as brother and sister. Or number one and number two. Here's the thing. It's just like the fact that they grew up together as siblings. Yeah, that's the weird they, part. Uh, but they acted like they were biological. They all did. You know who was the best? Klaus. 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 Oh my Klaus gosh. And ben, I love best him. characters in the whole show. Klaus I was a- started a cult. I can respect that. He didn't do it on purpose. 
He started a cult without starting a cult. I was like, you know the TikTok, that TikTok trend? Tell me you started a cult. Without, without telling, telling me you started a cult. You started a cult. And then it's just a picture of Klaus. That's it. I was like a big Diego simp, but then the second season came with the whole JFK thing, and I was what like, What was the deal with that? I don't know. He was like obsessed with him. Yeah, it was. Mm. Okay, but season three, I'm so excited. I'm so me too. I'm 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 yes, I'm okay. stoked. Well, welcome. Well, welcome back. If you had to skip because of spoilers, the spoilers are over. <laughs> yes, and. Subsequently, so, so is this, this episode. episode. Oh, that was slick. <laughs> this has been a pretty good get to know us episode. I don't think there's that much of our personalities you haven't been able to figure out from this one. Oh, last, do we want to do like zodiac signs as like a thing to end Ooh. off? All right, tomorrow, <laughs> what's your what's your what's your zodiac sign? Okay. I'm gonna say my big three. I um, I don't know my big three. Know my big three off the top <laughs> of my know. head. So just say you're rising. Just say you're rising. I am a Leo Sun, a Libra rising, and a Scorpio Moon. Which mm. y'all, I'm gonna be very honest. I'm gonna be very honest. I have no clue what that means. No, it's I, fine. I, know it's what it means. I just haven't memorized what my big I three just are because my entire personality revolves around my son. <laughs> I literally memorized like my big six. Like I can you help me memorize mine? Okay, well you know what your yeah, son my, is, right? Um, I'm an Aries. I was born in March, on the thirty first. So yeah, I'm an Aries. Oh my gosh, maybe that's why we get along so really. Well. I I I don't keep yeah. up with it. <laughs> you know, because I am non-existent. Drum roll, I'm a Virgo. As if that wasn't very obvious by my whole get rich story. (laughs) But the thing is that with my signs, I should be like the most conceited person ever, which sort of should be. (laughs) I I have to, like, according to it, I'm supposed to be like very extroverted, but then it's like, y'all know, I will go hours without like responding to crap. Yeah, one time, Nadia, it was like, um, really early in the morning and Nitya and I were having a full-on conversation in our group chat and Tamara like hadn't come back. She yet. had like 250 notifications. Oh, but then there was the, okay, so real quick, um, listeners, if you exist, <laughs> I have a habit of texting everything that happens while watching a movie. Yes, and you guys <laughs> my phone and you guys take stories because of it. I um, I was watching one night, I was watching Catch Me If You Can, which is a Leonardo Which DiCaprio I had recommended film, because I'd watched it earlier in the day. Which she recommended to me. I, was I watched it earlier in the day. And, and I was basically <laughs> typing out every scene that as it was happening because I was expressing my And emotions. I was expressing my I think I left as about, well. And I think, I, I think I left about like 400 messages. It was so many because after, like after a while, I think it was like 1130 and I was like, okay, I want to go to bed. So I, I muted the yeah, group chat, and then, and then I, I went to sleep, and then I woke up, and it was, like, 198 notifications. Yeah. It's I'm like, sorry. I, like, I don't know why, but I have a constant need to express how I feel about <laughs> movies. But, but yeah. yeah. Thank you for listening, if you're there. Yes. Um, if 
there's a little you're scared away by some of the stuff we're sorry this podcast which you're not here to hear it because you're gone if you made it this far we really said oh boundaries this (laughs) on you've probably gotten a good uh grasp of our personalities if you've made it this if you know us personally no you don't we're Um, sorry if you know personally go away (laughs) actually Um, there's a little i'm pretty sure there should be a thing where you can leave like voice messages leave us a voice message on we want to hear yeah leave us a little voice message If you know us personally and want to be a guest, please please tell us. (laughs) We would love to have you. Let us know. If you have any, like, things we can talk about, let us us know. Tell us. We got it. And I hope you have a great day because this is Raya signing off. Nitya signing off. And Tamara signing off with our first ever episode the Mango Monopoly. <laughs> and this has been episode one of Unholy Trinity Podcast. Mm-hmm.